hello everybody and welcome to another dev party. If you're new, dev parties are a little mini episode that we have between our main episodes where we develop film. Yeah, that's right. That is that is exactly what this is. <laughs> yep. So Eric, <laughs> what are you developing today? Well, Vanya, I am developing x-ray film and I'm doing it Ooh. in a way that is kind of the only way that doesn't fuck it all up. <laughs> and even then, it's a it's a it's it's a little bit of a a little bit of a gamble. X-ray film has emulsion on both sides, so developing it is not easy. No, it's not. And if you guys haven't been following along, Eric is definitely obsessed with uh, X-ray film and trying to get it right. It is kind of a pleasure to listen. <laughs> What I have done already, well, let me, let me go back and explain it a little bit. I don't have a darkroom. So in order for me to properly develop film that requires full darkness, I either have to have a tank that is a good full, you know, what they call a daylight tank, which I have, tons of those, or I have to do it in a dark tent. Since x-ray film doesn't work well in daylight tanks, I have to use the dark tent. And a dark tent is is basically a child-size camping tent with armholes in it. I think I've explained it once or twice on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has been <laughs> How loving- can we forget? <laughs> it's been lovingly dubbed the tickle tent. It's a weird place. It allows me to develop in either trays or in dip and dunk tanks with using what's okay. called hangers. And that's what I'm doing now. And I'll have some pictures of the setup <laughs> uh, um, when this posts. But right now what I'm doing is I've already added all the chemicals into the tickle tent. And that wonderful <laughs> noise is oh my, goodness. my syringe expelling rodanol. <laughs> the most embarrassing noise you'll ever hear. There we go. I clearly need a new syringe. <laughs> so, X-ray film is, uh, it's a quicker developing film than most films. Uh, this requires Rodanol 1 plus 100. And since I'm using the dip and dunk tanks, I'm using 200 mil- 2,000 milliliters. And so I need 20 milliliters of Rodanol, which is what that was. Two shots of 10 milliliters. And so now I'm carrying the... This is such an ordeal. I'm carrying the vat of chemicals into the living room where I have the dark tent set up. I will be taking and posting and sharing some photos of this setup because, well, it is a little ridiculous. There's no reason a human should be subjected to this, this level of ridiculousness. But here we are. In in the dark tent, I've got four vats. And I'll take a picture of the four vats, since I've got actually really nice, really nice daylight showing inside the tent, which is not something you really want, but it is something I have. But when I zip it up, it'll all be okay. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm going to get my film, which is rather important in the process of developing film. So I've got uh, I've, I loaded up a what are, what are the uh, what are they called the the graphmatic backs, right? Okay. And that takes yeah. six sheets. Six. Six sheets. Yeah. So 
once I get in there, I can't come out. Once my arms are in there, I can't remove my arms until I'm ready to fix. So this is a, it's a short developing time. It's maybe, I think I do, I think I do four minutes. So. Okay. While I'm getting everything set up, why don't you talk to us about what you are doing? Uh, I'm actually developing with some Arista kit, a C41. Oh, cool. And my temps were perfect, so I just went for it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you just have to go for it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Were you struggling over there with your tent? I was pouring out my pre-bath and pouring in my C41. Okay. And I'm, I just got one roll today. It's, uh, I think it's Portra 160. I shot it in my Mamiya RB67. Okay. When I was up in uh, Northern California. Oh, week. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm pretty excited about this roll. It was extremely offshore winds, and I was down at the beach, and if you guys have seen that, you know, the, the wind kind of blows the wave over and kind of gives these, like, really beautiful, um, like, almost like a shower effect. I don't know, it's just so pretty. Oh, okay. So I tried to shoot that. <laughs> <laughs> And how do you think that uh, went? With a little bit. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it was it was low light. It was um, golden hour. Okay. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Hopefully one of the ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's nice about shooting medium format over large, is you have ten chances to fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was like extremely windy it my hat blew away no. i had like two jackets on you didn't lose the hat um, though did you no no i got it okay. i got it but yeah this this whole like area i actually fell down the um the trail to what when i was <laughs> you didn't tell me this uh yeah I, I guess i forgot to tell you i i fell <laughs> oh wow yeah, I was uh, walking down the trail in my wetsuit and okay. my surfboard, mm -hmm. and I was wearing, like, booties, which I am not a fan of booties. Okay. Booties are basically, like, little wetsuit shoes. Uh, it feels weird. I don't like it. I like to be able to feel my feet, but the problem is the water temp is, like, 52 degrees. Yeah. So I'm just going to, like, freeze, and I'm not going to be able to feel my feet anyway, so... You wear booties. Fair so enough. So now I have to learn how to, like, surf again, <laughs> basically, because yeah. it feels so, it's odd. So odd to me. So I uh, was walking down the trail, and it w had been raining all day, and it was windy and muddy, and just walking down, and whoop, slipped right on my butt, like, like flat on my back. <laughs> well, you had your board with you. Did you drop the board? I dropped the board. Oh, no. But luckily, it was it was kind of perfect because it was just mud mostly. Okay. So I just fell in mud. Okay. And I was in bad. a wetsuit and I was getting in the water, so it wasn't really like that big of a deal. Yeah. But okay. and nobody saw, which I'm kind of bummed because it was it was such a you know like your feet over your head type of like whoop. Oh, okay. So it was a real comical <laughs> fall. Yes, it was. Okay, it was like a Three Stooges level kind of a, a fall it there. It was. Okay, good. It was. <laughs> Oh, God. So I'm kind of bummed that no one got to see that. It's been a while since I've like actually taken a spill. 
Okay, so right now I have all six sheets loaded into the hangers, and I have the hangers now soaking in a pre-soak water, which is just regular tap water. Okay. And I'm, I have my timer going, but it's a stopwatch because I can't push any buttons. So I have to wait for the next minute to come up and then do the math. Do you think, is this an easy thing to do for x-ray? Like, is it worth it? It is if you don't have a dark room. If you have a dark room, it makes no sense to do this. Okay, I'm going to okay. put my, I'm going to start developing now. I'm going to put my six sheets in the developing tank. And I am using, for those who know what that is. I'm using the Yankee tanks. What era is that from? Oh, probably the 50s, though people still use them now. Okay. And so every... We've been having some issues with these. And so... One thing that we figured out, and we being uh, Leland Buck, for the most part, was the was the we here. Mm -hmm. And what he figured out was that... You need to essentially shuffle the uh, the negatives in the in the hangers. So moving the front hanger to the back every 15 seconds is what I've been doing. He does it every 30 seconds. He does a little bit longer of a development. But regardless, you need okay. to shuffle. So you, you're doing like the Yankee shuffle, basically. I'm doing the Yankee Ooh. shuffle. Yeah, I'm doing the Yankee <laughs> shuffle. And and so you can do you can agitate in a lot of different ways. And the more you agitate, the more contrast you get. Or, well, with, since there's no anti-hilation layer, the more blowout of highlights you get. So you can get some really okay. soft highlights if you don't agitate much. And that's what I'm doing right now, because I do have a graduated ND filter, but I, I didn't use it on these shots. And so to not blow out the sky, I'm barely agitating. Now, we'll see. Okay. I've tested this once before, and we'll see how it goes. And so every 15 minutes, the front hanger goes to the back, and I move everything up one, one little notch. They have, the, the Yankee tanks have little notches on it. Mm -hmm. So to like, for the hangers to rest on, the hangers to hang on. <laughs> and so I started at four minutes. No, I started at five minutes <laughs> on my stopwatch. I am now a minute into developing. So I'm going to do, um, I've been doing three, three and a half, four. It, it, weirdly, it's a big difference, but it doesn't seem to be make that much of a difference. Um, okay. But again, that's hard to say. This is not scientific. Well, so x-ray is definitely finicky, but yes. um, if a lot of people, you know, we recommend it, obviously, if you are new to large format and you want to really, like, get to know your camera and shoot a lot, X-ray film is kind of the way to go, really, it is. just because it's so cheap. And if you're just testing out the camera, if you're just using the shots as kind of basically throwaway, the best way to develop them is in a Patterson tank with a Mod 54 insert. If you want to um, have pretty well perfect, and that means like not marred, not... not um, well, sometimes the Mod 54s, they can mar the images a little bit by just the way the negatives have to be kind of clipped or clamped, I guess, onto the, the, onto the adapter. With the hangers, um, the developer can flow pretty evenly around the whole entire negative, front and back. And so you won't have that same effect. I'm not explaining this incredibly well, but you won't have that same effect <laughs> on you when using the hangers. One of the problems with the hangers, though, is you can get chemical surge. 
And that's one of the reasons why we shuffle, because that, that definitely limits the chemical search. We were getting like a halo around the entire frame, and that was because of the You hanger. and Leland. Me and Leland. You and Leland. Yes. We both had the same problem at the same time, and tried to work it out together. And I think we did. I think so. I've, I've tested probably 20 sheets doing this method, and I've not had a failure once. So, there we are. Okay, I'm at three minutes now. So, I... Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, these Yankee tanks, yeah. how available are they? Um, they seem pretty available. They're kind of big and bulky and don't fit together, so shipping them is kind of a B. If you can find one cheap locally, get it. Just get it. I need to get two more. I'm using gallon buckets. And you can also use gallon buckets, but you're going to need a gallon of chemicals rather than two liters of chemicals. Yeah. Okay, I'm at three and a half minutes now, and I'm tempted to take it out now, and I think I will. So I'm taking out, I'm lifting up all six hangers at once and putting it into the acid stop bath, which is just vinegar and water to, a, to the pH of, I think it's three. I think I do three. Once I dip it into the fixer, which is next, I can take my arms out and I am free. I can extricate myself from <laughs> this tickle tent. Okay, so I'm done with that. And let me put this in the fixer. Yeah, what does your cat Mosey think of this tent? He <laughs> fucking loves it. <laughs> this is his favorite thing, and I have to do everything I can to not get him, or get him to like to, to stay out of it. Essentially, he is—he's a son of a bitch. Okay, my 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 negatives are soaking in the fixer or agitating nice. a little bit, and I'm gonna pull my arms out of the tickle tent. Ooh, you have a buzz buzzer going off. What's going on over there? I am done blixing. Ooh. So it's time for you yeah. to wash, huh? I do. Yeah, okay. So what I'm going to do is I have I have a wireless mic on, which is really handy. So I am going to take this into the bathroom where I had where I began recording this, and there's Mosey sitting there so pleasantly next to the living room. I yelled at him earlier, and so he's a little unhappy with me. <laughs> Okay, I do a little bit of agitation, because at this point, everything I do is now in the daylight and in the bathroom where I normally have dev parties. All okay. the cool kids have dev parties in their bathrooms. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix for the, the full five minutes, but I'm looking at the, the images, and uh, one of the nice things about being able to do this in daylight is, well, what the fuck is that? There's a weird spot on that one. But not on that one. Nice. How long do you put it in the fixer until you pull it out of the tent? I don't know. However long it takes me to get my arms out of it, honestly. It's probably 15 seconds. So it's basically good after 15, 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, and, and maybe even it's before. It's not light sensitive anymore. It, it's, it's really at least not too sensitive, no. Uh, I don't know if there's an exact, like, figure... You know, if you leave it in, oh, leave it in 10 seconds. It's not photosensitive anymore. Or if you take it out of the stop bath. You know, I have done that. I have taken it out of the stop bath. And this was x-ray film. And just let it, out, let it sit out there and see what happens. And it did, over time, it did expose it. So it is okay. still sensitive. It's still a little sensitive when you pull it out of the stop. So stick it in the fixer, and it, and it stops the photosensitivity of it after, I don't know, probably 15 seconds. I've had no problem. Okay. And it's weird that I've never heard of anybody... <laughs> Like testing this, but I'm sure somebody has. It looks like we've got commercial sign. So why don't you wash and I will wash and we'll come back with images, hopefully. Sounds good. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
It's the world's favorite movie, The Sound of Music, a movie for the whole family. Winner of five Academy Awards, filled with memorable songs. And starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. The Sound of Music, presented in its entirety on the NBC Big Event, Sunday at 7, 6 Central and Mountain, right before weekend. All right, we are back. So. Yes, we are. Do you have negatives? <laughs> I do. Oh, I'm going to awesome. pull them right now. Okay, cool. I see something. Nice. I don't know what they are, but we'll see. All right, let's take a look. So I've been using the uh, steel reels with the oh. my 120. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> why? Why is because that? Just because I'm just not like I'm not having any struggle. Uh, 35 in the steel is not is not fun. But for some reason, steel reels and 120 rolls are just the perfect match for me. I can just get them on quickly. I, I've been having no creases. It's been it's been wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really great when you just when you just get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the plastic reels, you know, they they just you know you dip them in water and chemicals, and they just start to get funky and sticky. So they do um, a bit, yeah. It's I try not to use them that often. So um, I'm looking at my roll, and I I kind of bracketed. Oh, cool. So hopefully there's some fun stuff. Uh, I, I mean, every single picture looks like it came out. And I took two photos. Um, the last two photos I took was in Eureka at this really awesome place that we both went to at some point and blew the shots. Yes, we did. And I'm hoping that this one wasn't blown. It looks like it didn't. There was a... I was a, a little upset because when I got there, there was a truck in the way. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, no. But the truck is kind of like, I think it's like an 80s style truck. So I think it works. Yeah, there's a, certain, will... there's a certain age of truck that still works for this. Yeah, so I think it's, I think it's okay. I think I'm pretty happy with what I have. That is, yeah. that is awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> How about you? Well, what you got over there? I have six shots that, with the exception of the one I'm holding now, which I think has either a light leak or I think it's a sunburst. Like everything's just kind of the sun was kind of in my face. Um, okay. I shot all of these with a Graflex handheld, so I've washed them off. I washed two off, and so I've got a Stearman press tank filled with filtered water and photo flow, and I have them soaking in there after the final rinse. So this is my final final okay. rinse. I call it the safety rinse. And yes, the Men Without Hats song absolutely is in my head every single time. Just a story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like the mother, the youngest one in curls. And so I've got two soaking in here now. And I'm going to pull them and I'm going to pull them up and hang them. And they are done. I, I think... I think they're great shots. I took a couple of pictures. Fuck. This is such a good photo. <laughs> oh, yay! This is such a good photo. I'm really happy with this. I think there's there's probably there's probably going to be a little bit of unevenness or light leakage going on or something. But, damn, I really like this photo. This is a photo that I took probably five years ago. And... I've been meaning to retake it for a long, long time. And actually, probably longer than five years ago. And I'm, I finally did this past weekend. And I'm really thrilled with it. I'm really thrilled with it. 
So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess we should probably check in with the futures. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait till these dry. So yeah, let's check in with them. See what they have to say about. What the hell is that? The puppy crying. Oh god, puppies are so dramatic. I know. Okay, so. All right. So, hello, everybody. Hi. Hey. Future. 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 Okay. Okay. So, so I developed my role. You did. And you... came out fairly well. Nice. The shot of the logs, I did not nail. <laughs> well, yeah, this is a shot from Eureka. <laughs> yes. And this was the shot that I've shot before with logs and kind of fucked up a few shots of it. Yeah, yeah. I fucked up all my other shots before this last time as well. Yeah. So it's just one of those places that <laughs> I think I'm going to have to continue to go back to and continue to try to shoot it. Yeah. It was foggy and I was shooting, what was this, like 160 Portra. So um, I guess 60th and 30th of a second wasn't a go for me. No, maybe you need a tripod. I guess so. It's just, it's a busy street. A lot of people driving up and down it. There's it's like kind of a business district area, so. And I think when we were there before, it was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think so. So maybe hit that on a Sunday. Sunday, early morning, possibly. Yeah. It's not an afternoon place because the sun is in the wrong spot. It's, it's true. back behind it, so it has to be in the morning. Yep. So I'll, I'll attempt again. I'm sure I'll be up there. Okay. Uh, and then the other shots of the offshore winds and sunsets. Yeah, it's a beautiful are shot. Really nice. Yeah, really, really happy with oh, them. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. You have a really nice gradient in the sky going from like a, a real soft yellow orange up to a, a light blue. It's just beautiful. Beautiful shot. Even with uh, shooting like you did, you didn't lose the uh, shadow detail. No. Which is really nice. I, yeah, it's not even muddy. Pretty good. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so, so good shots. basically, I perform very well when it's extremely windy and I lose my hat and the sun is going down. But when it's just some logs on the side of the road... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, for some yeah. reason it was too easy i guess for me to get the shot and i just didn't get it it's almost like the ocean is your uh sweet spot oh you, yeah you, you I guess, know what you're doing i guess so yeah how about you let's see yours well okay i did i guess it was six x-ray sheets of the of film that i cut down from eight by ten to four yeah. by five. We had been trying to dial it in for quite a while now. And when I, you know, like I, like you heard on the episode so far, uh, I thought I did pretty well that I got it, thought I got it right. And I did. I, I finally dialed it in. The stuff that I'm using is called Ultra Cruise. I think it's 25 ISO. A lot of people are shooting it at 100, but I think you're losing shadow detail. But hey, mm -hmm. it's subjective. I developed it in, I developed it in Rodinol. And I really like it. And I'm not blowing out highlights, which is something you almost can't avoid with X-ray. So yeah, yeah. The shot that I'm looking at. Which one is that? At the building. Oh yeah. Looking up. Yeah. It's awesome. I see that you're using a gra you're a graphmatic back too, so uh -huh. that's kind of nice. Yes. Yeah. I like if you, if you use a graphmatic back, you really do have to watch how you cut the X-ray film, and mm -hmm. I guess I'm good at that too. I'm just kind of <laughs> kind of just toot my own horn here. I I like what I did. I think it's great. Um, not all yeah. the pictures are amazing, but I think I nailed the exposure and the development. Yes, I think so, too. Yes. I had somebody mention to me that he thought it was 10 ISO, and I had shot it at 10 ISO, but I think you will blow out highlights if you're shooting it uh, that, at that speed in sun. So it okay. may be 10 ISO in clouds, in like, un like under clouds. So I was doing 25 in clouds, and I really liked it. 
But this was sunny, and I, 25 ISO really worked out for me. One thing that I do suggest doing if you're going to be shooting x-ray film is use a graduated ND filter, which is like two or three stops darker up top, and it goes to normal at the bottom. And so in the middle, yeah. you lose a little bit of light, but not much. And then meter for normal. Don't, don't consider it, especially if you're shooting okay. sky. So... Yeah, And then send all the x-ray to Eric so he can develop it for you in his creepy tent. <laughs> the creepy tent still works. I, I really I really like that. Uh, that tent, you could probably use that for wet plate if you ever yeah. decided to, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's yep. kind of cool. Yep, totally could. There's enough room in there to do that. So, yeah, it's going to be an all-purpose dark room, essentially. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, pretty thrilled. Very thrilled. Awesome. Well, I think we should probably... Send it back to the past. Mm, and we'll have all of these <laughs> shots for you to check out on social media. So all right. thank yes. you. And back to you guys. Well, thank you both so much for your service. You're developing color, which you did in C41. Uh, yes. If anybody else is interested, I do sell ECN2 kits, and uh, I personally prefer that. So help me out there if you want to. Also, as far as x-ray film goes, it's a pain in the ass, but I think it's worth it for money, for one, because it is so much cheaper. You can buy a 100-pack of 8x10 for 35 bucks. Now, it doesn't fit 8x10 holders, so you have to trim it down no matter what you do, but it is a really economical way to shoot 4x5 if you cut it down. Mm-hmm. Also, it's orthochromatic, meaning you can develop this under a red light. So if you do have a dark room and a red light, you can develop this and not have your hands in a tickle tent or be in complete darkness. Yeah, I think that's a bonus yeah. for sure. And since it is orthochromatic and really only green sensitive at that, you do have the ability to really, if you do it right, pull out what looks to be a very old image because the emulsions mm-hmm. back in the 1800s were just green or blue sensitive. So you do have that, you're, you're capturing that same light mm, waves? The same light. that you're, you're capturing the same light they did then. So I love it. I, I, I don't feel bad about blowing shots. You know, if you're shooting like even HP5, it's really expensive, you know? Maybe, maybe what, two bucks a shot or something. So if you blow one, yeah. that's, that's a lot. You know, it's a lot of money. But this, you're looking at pennies for a shot. So if you blow it, yep. not a big deal. If you want to bracket with 4x5, which is something that I never thought I could do, you can do that. It's just... Yep. wonderful but it is a lot of work yep. and so if you view your time as being free because this is a hobby and not a job then this is it this is, what, this is it for you so um i guess that's everything yeah i think so we have a couple things cooking for dev party we still have to do reversal which we've talked about yeah we definitely do so that's happening and then also i think we're gonna do like you know maybe something a very basic step-by-step again for black and white. Yeah. If you've never developed black and white before, we will kind of walk you through everything, like what to buy, what to do. You know, real quickly, it's going to be a nice overview. We've done it before, but it's always good to do it again because, I mean... Nobody goes back and listens to the old dev parties. So we can do it again. And we it's also nice to have a refresher for ourselves. Yes. So until... Next week, this is your dev party. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Tomorrow, don't miss cliffhangers. Will Dracula succeed in turning Mary into his creature of the night? Or will Mary escape and avenge her mother's death? Find out right before Super Stunt 2, a thrill-packed special spotlighting the most incredible stunts ever attempted with Burt Reynolds, James Coburn, and host Rock Hudson. Next, see Fast Friends, the story of three young women seeking success and willing to pay any price to get it. All on NBC.